Hey guys, welcome to our SoulFan podcast where I interview space holders from all over the world. I'm your host, my name is Carolina, and I'm the love and connection coach. Today on the show, we have Caitlin Spears, the health coach, and Samantha Abrahamson, the pharmacist and entrepreneur. Welcome to the show, ladies. How are you doing? Hi, Hello. thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. I am super, super grateful that we're having this conversation today and we're going to touch upon such exciting topics. And I would love to start with a little bit, little bit of the story so that everyone who listens can get to know you and know how you guys combine the forces to work together and um, why we show up on this call all together and on this um, podcast as well. So I would love Caitlin to share the beautiful transformation that have gone through and Samantha as well of how you became um you know, on your path to, of the being a pharmacist and entrepreneur at the same time and developing all these amazing projects that you guys have um, developing now. So I'm super curious about it and uh, I would love you to share with our audience. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I think what she's touching on is at 18 years old, I was actually scouted by the producers of America's Next Top Model. And then after the three-month casting process, I was actually told that I was being cut and that I needed to work on my body. And that experience at 18 really set me kind of like in a spiral in a sense. Um, it took me years to really like get over that the body image, the shame, the embarrassment that surrounded that experience. Um, but I will say that those three years taught me so much about myself, about my body, about what I wanted out of life. And I think like if I didn't have those experiences, I wouldn't be right here where I'm at today, which is, you know, running a successful health coaching business. Um, it's, it's, it's like everything kind of it's there for a reason, no matter if it's a challenge, an obstacle, something you have to face, like in the moment, it doesn't feel like it's, it's not fun, of course, but it doesn't feel like it's something you should have to be going through. But once you get past it, you can look back and reflect on it so differently than when you're going through it. And so for me, a few years ago, I kind of reflected back on the last like eight years of my life. And I think I was just ready to help people. I was ready to do something different. I actually ended up having a successful modeling career after this experience. And so I wanted to help people who were going through those struggles that I went through, who felt like nothing worked. They were not good enough. They didn't have confidence. They didn't know what to eat or how to work out because they allowed society to kind of shape them and, you know, diets and, and the culture we live in. And I knew I had all these tools that had helped me over the years. And I was really excited to share that. I didn't know how but I knew that I was going to. And so that was kind of what took me into my journey on um, becoming a health coach. And then I'll let Sam tell her story. Yeah. I love how you said like you were ready to help people because that's exactly how I felt as well. Um, I worked as a pharmacist for like four years and honestly, I loved it, but I knew that I was ready for a change. And so I left my pharmacy job like probably two years, almost two years ago. And honestly, at first I didn't know what my entrepreneurship journey was going to look like. I just knew that I wanted to help people. I had a little bit different background where I saw, you know, I know the importance of eating healthy, but it should be simple and fun. And I think a lot of people don't know where to begin, how to make it enjoyable and how to make it a, like a healthy habit, not an unhealthy habit, because sometimes it's overwhelming. Yeah. So the app has really morphed a lot. And like I said, I just, I started the app ultimately because I wanted to help women feel confident and do it in a simple and fun way. Yeah. 
<laughs> That's amazing. And I would love you to to tell us more about the app itself. Yeah, of course. So the app, basically, we it's called Actually Healthy, and we use AI to make eating healthy insanely simple. Um, we have a few different features. So you can scan a restaurant menu, and it will tell you healthy meal recommendations. You can actually upload a photo of ingredients. This is new, like, today. And it will tell you if the ingredients are healthy or if there's, like, you know, unhealthy, like, preservatives, things like Seed that. oils. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There, you can ask it any health question 24-7, and there's hundreds of recipes to choose from that turn into a custom grocery list. And the really cool thing is for women, it automatically syncs recipes to your menstrual cycle, which is really cool because, you know, we go through so many different things during the month. You can have pain, cramps, tiredness, bloating, and we lack different nutrients during different menstrual phases. So by eating different recipes that can make up for those nutrients, we can potentially um, alleviate these PMS symptoms. Mm, that's amazing. And can you give us an example of how this would be um, like implemented? Like, for example, in which part of the cycle, what we are lacking or what we should eat just to have an idea? Yes, exactly. Um, absolutely. So let's say like during your menstruation phase, that is when you are menstruating and you're losing a lot of iron because you're bleeding. So it's really important to eat foods that make up um, that have a lot that are iron dense, I should say. So, for example, steak. Um, also, vitamin E, no, I should say vitamin C. It's important to eat different foods that have vitamin C or to even take a supplement because vitamin C helps iron absorption. Also, vitamin E and omega-3 are anti-inflammatory and that helps fight cramps. So like red bell peppers, that's where you can find those. Um, eating, new, eating foods that are dense in those nutrients can potentially help, especially if you do it for a while. And anyone listening, like you can do a quick Google search and you can find out everything you need to know about like the four phases of your cycle and what nutrients you're potentially lacking. And the cool thing about this app is all you have to do is input the day of your last period, correct? Yes. And so then it's going to track your cycle for you. It's going to tell you what phase of your period you're in. And then you don't even have to think about it. It knows exactly what phase you're in. So when you come in, it's automatically going to make recommendations based on the phase you're in, based on the nutrients you may be lacking during that phase of your cycle. So that's what's really, really cool about this app. Exactly. So you literally just open the app and it has your phase tracked and those recipes turn into custom grocery lists. So it tells you exactly what you might be lacking, what recipes are good for you and why, even potential workout recommendations. Yeah. And makes it super simple. You're like better at explaining it than me. I always smile <laughs> when she explains it. No, it's, it's, this is why like our partnership works well, because, you know, we, we both bring something cool to the table, but she, she did create this. I mean, the reason that I wanted to partner with her was because she created something that's so unique. And, and my goal with my clients and people all around the world is the same thing to make being healthy, simple and fun. It shouldn't be that hard and it should be fun. But I think that we as a society have made it so difficult. And all we're trying to do is make it more affordable, more, more easy and more fun. And I think, you know, I think back to when I was like a younger in my early 20s, I never thought about the like repercussions of the food I ate as to my my cycle or how I was feeling. But now as I'm getting closer to 30, that's all I think about is, you know, my period, how it's affecting me. Like you, the older you get, the more you start to really think about it. And so I think this app is really making it easy for people who maybe don't want to go down the rabbit hole of learning about their cycle and the phases and like 
maybe they don't want to know everything there is to know about it. That's totally fine. This app takes all the guesswork out of it for you. Wow, that sounds incredible. And it's so great how AI can enable us to actually really go beyond what we already know and make it so simple and so easy. And that's great. Like I would totally use this app to know where I'm standing in my cycle and like what I should eat. So that sounds super easy and it's so, so great. But I would love to also talk about this um, menstruation and the theme of like the mind and body connection because and I'm curious to know Caitlin if you have gone through this rejection and these emotions that you have um, had before like in your story and when you were younger if it affected your menstrual cycle because what I found for me is the more I heal emotionally the less of the emotions I have stuck in inside of my body and then the more healthy I feel and the lighter my periods are and also even after fasting my periods got way lighter because I detoxified my body so much. And I, you know, just when you just drink juices or when you're um, drinking co coconut water or just water fast as well, you dump not only the toxins, but also like the emotions and your whole body is cleansing on the mental, emotional, physical level. And then it helps, at least for me, it was crazy how fasting has decreased my pain and cramps and, and everything like that. And how emotional healing and expressing your emotions and actually being with them and accepting them also helps to mitigate all these effects that we have um, that are negative from our period. And so I'm curious about how you guys experience it. And uh, yeah, Katie, for you, if going through all these feelings that you said that were challenging on your path actually skyrocketed your health and your, um, and yeah, mitigated the effect of the pain. I'm curious to, yeah, to, is there any link in this? in your case. Yeah, absolutely. You know, when I was going through all of this, I was probably at like the lowest point in my life. I was, you know, drinking more alcohol than I probably should have. I was eating really crappy foods. I was working late at night. I was in college, like all the things that can really take a hit on your mental, physical, emotional, spiritual health, but also your, your hormones. And my, ser my serotonin levels were extremely high. I was so stressed all the time. And, you know, there's such a link to stress and hormones, and it all kind of situates in your gut. And so if you're not managing your stress, and that can be, you know, not dealing with your emotions, that can be, you know, a high stress job, that can be stressful situations or connections, relationships, whatever it is, if you're not managing your stress, your hormones and your gut are going to take a hit. And when your gut takes a hit, everything takes a hit. It means your brain can't function how it needs to function. It means your hormones can't function how it needs to function. And I remember, I go back to that time when I was so stressed. I mean, I would go from having really, really heavy periods to like skipping periods altogether for like two months because I was just so stressed and my body wasn't properly releasing everything it needed to release each month. Because basically when you menstruate, you're sloughing off all the stuff your body doesn't need. So if you, you were talking about fasting earlier, so when you fast, your body does have less and less stuff that it needs to like slough off. But that's that doesn't mean it's unhealthy. It's unhealthy when you're skipping them all together and you don't know why. You're just so stressed that your body's not properly processing. So for me, the experience I went through, I think was everything because it taught me everything I don't want to do. Everything that I don't want to do for my body. It taught me that I need to eat better. I need to move my body with intention. I need to release my emotions. I need to be grateful. I need to move through life 
with more of a mind, body, soul connection that I didn't have for so many years. So yes, to answer your question, there's such a massive link between not only the foods you're eating and the workouts you're doing, but also your emotions, your stress levels with your gut and your hormones. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Samantha, did you have an experience that was reflecting this mind-body connection as well? Yeah, what I will say is, um, and I hope this answers your question, but when I was in high school, I used, and I don't think that um, cycle syncing was very popular back then. I used to deal with cramps that were like unbelievable. I had to leave school. I had to have somebody drive me home. I couldn't drive my car, like pain down my legs. And I didn't know why they were irregular. So I couldn't just, you know, take ibuprofen and prepare myself because I didn't know when it was coming because I would skip periods. Um, It was really, really bad. I would be like throwing up and everything. It was very bad. And now that we have the cycle syncing, I wish it was like a tool back then. But like I said, I don't think it was um, as popular. We we didn't have apps. We yeah. didn't have cycle. Oh, you're so right. We didn't we have, have apps any when of I was that. In high school. <laughs> I had like a razor flip phone. We were there like, like ten years ago, but it feels like yeah. it was like thirty. Yeah, but um, that's or a hundred. Really, yeah. Yes, exactly. But that's the really awesome thing about cycle syncing because when you eat these foods, one that are healthy and nourish your body, but also are great and nutrient dense with those nutrients for your menstrual phase, it actually helps to balance your hormones, which helps to. Re- you know, alleviate that pain and the tiredness, bloating and all those other symptoms. Yeah. Mm. And it's also, I think it's good to mention here that like nutrition is, is 50% of the pocket here. The other 50% of the pocket when it comes to your hormones is, is moving your body, like moving your body is so therapeutic. And you say like releasing your emotions. A lot of times we can get that release of our emotions through movement. And it doesn't have to look like lifting weights at the gym. It can look like whatever movement feels good to you. But that release of those good endorphins and that release of those emotions, when you're uh, basically when you're on your period, we're all just like a big ball of energy waiting to explode. We have so many hormones running all through us. So the more you can move your body in an intentional way that allows you to release that energy, release those emotions, the better you're going to feel throughout your period as well. I love that. Oh yeah, me too. I absolutely resonate with that because to me, emotion is energy in motion. So if you can move your body, you move the energy as well and you can like scream it out or you can cry it out or you can do whatever it helps you to move this energy. But yeah, movement of the body and like especially intentional, it can let this energy out and then we're not so pissed off and every PMS is actually getting lighter and lighter because this energy is not stored within you anymore. And like, you know, I'm an expert on emotional healing and I can see how with every childhood trauma healed every emotion expressed things are actually getting lighter and lighter so it's always improvement and it's always more and more alignment to who we really are which is ultimately love and peace and it's just these layers of emotions that don't let us feel it in everyday life but this is actually our truth um so it's so beautiful to have this reflection in you guys as well um to have this perspective because like i love movement and i think everyone should move their body daily um and you know just really do it intentionally and then we can make the world a better place in such a simple way um in my perspective but let's maybe present a few practices that you guys would recommend in terms of like really being mindful of um your body and aware of your body do you have anything that could maybe help these women that are still struggling with period pain or cramps or like bad pms and the practices of mindfulness or meditation specifically to help them move through these challenging times sometimes (laughs) 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, do you have any? I can give some you, as well. You go okay, okay. Um, I think it's just so for me, what I've everybody's different. And so I think what what you need to understand is you have to learn to listen to your body and your body knows exactly what it needs. And when we allow our internal voice to get louder and our external voice to get quieter, we start to listen to what we need, not what we want. And so when you start to listen to what you need and not what you want, you then start to understand what your body is asking for. So for me, that could be my body's asking for slow movement like yoga or Pilates where I'm stretching and I'm breathing and I'm being very intentional with the energy that's coming in and the energy that's flowing out of me. And you start to really get a better grasp of, you know, what your body needs and how it feels with every breath that you take. It could be meditation for some people. It could be slowing the mind and allowing a calmer sense around you. Because when you are on your period, you're a little bit sporadic. You're a little bit emotional. You're, you're all over the place. So a little calm- bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a very emotional. Yeah. But I think it's good to note though, that like, I think as women, we sometimes get mad at ourselves for being so emotional. Like I, I catch myself all the time being like, why are you crying? Why are you being so emotional? Like suck it up. But I think really our bodies need to let out that release. You said that earlier. And I love that. Like sometimes you just need to cry and like, you don't need to even know why you're crying. Sometimes your body just needs that release and you have to allow it to get what it needs. Again, not what you want, but what your body needs. And so whether that's going out on your balcony and screaming because you need energy out or crying because you need energy out or moving through a yoga flow or Pilates or doing a grounded meditation or going out on the grass and walking around with your feet on the ground so that you can get regrounded and recentered with, you know, the earth and the stability because we're, we're crazy during our period. So getting a little more grounded, it helps a little bit. There are tons and tons and tons of practices, but the main thing I want people to understand is do what feels good to you. The more you do and listen to your body and what it needs, the better off you'll be throughout your entire life, not just during your period. Mm, beautiful thank you so much for sharing that's beautifully said so samantha do you have anything to add <laughs> yeah i am um, what do you do during your period gosh if i'm i'm gonna I, to be completely honest if i'm ever stressed i run and i listen to worship music that might sound crazy but i just like you said if there's like negative like thoughts or anything i need something speaking life into me mm-hmm. also i will say i think that it just helps like when I was back in high school, I didn't know cycle syncing was a thing. So I wasn't mindful of it. Um, but now just being mindful, I need to have more grace for myself. Cause exactly what you said, I am so hard on myself. Even this week, I'm like, why am I, you know, so stressed with business when really nothing is going on. But if I understand that my, you know, my period is coming and I know what's happening and I understand what could be happening with the hormones in my body, just on a practical level, I can have more grace for myself and understand, okay, Sam, go on a run, go on a walk. Like walk your dog, whatever that looks like to you. Maybe you don't feel like working out today. That's okay. You have less energy. Like you're losing a lot of iron. So just being mindful of it, honestly, like where I'm at in my period, what's going on with my hormones. I mean, we were talking about this week, just being so exhausted. Both of us, she's on her period. I'm starting my period. Like I am so exhausted. My body is just like 
asking me for rest. We were going to play tennis this morning and I texted her at like 6 a.m. And I was just like, I need to sleep. Like my body is telling me that I need to sleep and I need to prioritize rest this week. And so we we didn't go to tennis. So I think it's, it's just listening to what your body needs and allowing yourself, like she said, yeah. grace to take that rest, to take that time off and understand your body's going through a lot. We're women. We can have children. We can grow a human inside of us. So it's like we need to allow our bodies to have the time it needs to recover. Yeah. Mm. And I think that's the thing about being a woman, too. Like, it is different, you know? But how cool if we could tap into that and also, this sounds cheesy, but use our cycle for good. Not think it's some bad thing that's happening to us. Yeah. Happening for us, not to us. That's a good way to put it. I told her she was worried that I was going to beat her in tennis. <laughs> that's beautiful. And that's what I also found that a lot of this, uh, for example, PMS stuff is linked to us resisting the cycle and resisting our femininity and resisting everything that the cycle brings and like resisting the fact that we're going to be emotional and it's going to be painful and so on. And this, this is kind of like an extra layer of suffering to the pain that we might be experiencing just as a physical pain. It's like, emotional suffering which is emotional pain on top of that because we don't want to feel it and we don't want to go through it whereas if we can allow it and relax into it it becomes easier and easier because we're not in resistance we are actually in acceptance to whatever is happening and so I feel like that helps on the emotional level and like the stress level as well to not resist our femininity resist the even the pain if it happens and I mean I also had periods where I could not get out of bed at all or like It was really, really bad. But I feel like now I actually treat it more as a time to connect to myself when I bleed. And I know that I can be even more psychic and intuitive. And maybe I can really like bring something, some more awareness to myself and release some stuff and make it more like a ritual, make it uh, something that is magical to me and really just go internal in these um, times. And it's actually beautiful right now, but it was horrible in the past so I know and I wish for every woman to actually appreciate uh, who they are and really get on board with all these parts of them even if this is a part of you that gets like I don't know like super sad or depressed you know for these few days before the period or whatever it is just accepting all of who we are and and then we can really um, become a whole within which is I think super super beautiful and I feel like for me also when I can talk to my body organs like literally like when I can talk to my womb and like ask it for something like sometimes even ask it like to bring me the period in this specific date because I need to do something later or you know or I don't (laughs) want to have a period on my birthday or whatever and it usually works actually like usually the body listens to my intention you know Um, and of course I don't attach to it and I let the body do whatever it needs to do but it usually works so that also means that our mind and our Uh, emotional state and our intention can direct this energy in the way um, that serves us and so that's really so beautiful that we can be in a way in charge and also like surrendering and letting go um, to however it unfolds for us and yeah I mean sometimes we can have hard times as women I think being misunderstood with our craziness (laughs) on our periods but if we can talk about it like we do today and really like accept the flow and allow it and educate also men I feel on how we feel um, then 
it could be easier and easier for all of us, I feel. So uh, thank you so much for bringing it up because, you know, with the app that you're developing and with all these um, health consciousness that you're bringing to this world, it's really, really valuable. And I'm super grateful for your work and for everything that you're bringing. Um, and I also would love to talk on this topic because I feel like a lot of women might have very low self-esteem when they are like on their period. And I'm curious if you have any insights on it, because like as Caitlin, from your story, it's like there was a lot of things about the body image and how I look and whatever. And when we're on our period, we can look in the mirror and like, fuck, I'm so ugly. Like I, I can't handle how I, how I look. Although seemingly from the outside nothing really changed you know but you just look at yourself and like I'm fat I'm ugly I don't like myself whatever right so from this perspective like if you guys have any insight on how to find your inner beauty even in these moments when your homeworks are just telling you that like you're the ugliest person in the whole universe but you know that it's not true but it's still like going on in your mind so um yeah any advice on how to handle these kind of feelings and situations um in these moments yeah, I think it stems from taking care of yourself in general. Like the more you take care of yourself, the more you learn to love yourself all the time, not just sometimes. And so I think that continual taking care of yourself internally and externally is going to tremendously help you when you when it does come time for your period. Because when you love your body and you respect your body, you don't take it down. You, yes, you understand that I'm on my period. I don't feel well. I'm emotional, but instead of, you know, that negative self-talk creeping in, you allow your mind to go to a more positive um, outlook of, I love my body. This time is really hard for me, but my body is something that brings life. I'm a woman. I'm strong, you know, just remembering who you are and the strength that you have. But also I think for me, I, I try to really rest during those times and not plan anything where I have to go get dressed up and act like I feel good and act like everything's okay. Because I think that acting, having to put on that act when you're on your period can be extremely hard. And it's not something that I feel like you should have to put yourself through. So if you do know when you're going to have your periods, I always just try to plan accordingly, especially for the first like two days of my period. I really try to be like, look, today I need rest. Tomorrow I need rest. I don't want to put makeup on. I don't want to go out and get dressed up and entertain people. I don't have the energy to do it. And I need to respect that my body needs this time. So I think it's just finding that symbiotic relationship with your mind and your body and understanding that you have to give it what it needs and try to plan your life around it. You can't just say, I don't want to have a period. I'm not going to have a period. Life doesn't work that way. You're a woman. You have a period. Most of us. So unfortunately, if you know you're going to have a period, I recommend just planning some slower time, planning time at home, planning time connecting to people you love and care about, planning time connecting to yourself, whether that's doing self-care, maybe that's making yourself a really good home-cooked meal, watching a movie in your pajamas, doing your skincare routine, doing a face mask, catching up with a friend that you love that's easy to come over and just hang out and chill. Like That's what you need to do during those days where it's really hard yeah mm, and I would, agree. I would just agree completely with what Caitlin said um I think first I like try and recognize that if I am having a lot of self-doubt or self you know like negative thoughts in my head I just recognize it that it's a lie and I'll even let's say I'm getting ready and I feel like terrible about myself I'll just walk away because I know like yeah Sam you know 
those are not thoughts that I should have in my head. That it's a lie. And so I need to stop it, put a stop to it, walk away. But also I think that's the really cool thing about, you know, when you develop a healthier relationship with food and you're eating foods that are good for you and fuel your body. And it's not because you, you know, want to lose X amount of pounds. It's because you want to feel good. It's it's actually fueling your gut. And this is my pharmacy knowledge coming in you too, but it fuels your gut and it actually um, helps regulate your hormones. It helps produce like the happy hormones. A lot of your hormones are produced in your gut. Um, so that's wonderful. But then also when you're feeling terrible, like last time I was on my, my period for dinner, I swear I ate Ben and Jerry's ice cream. And I was like, you know, I, I didn't feel guilty for doing that. I'm like, I feel my body with good foods a lot of the time. And right now I don't feel great. So I'm going to eat Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> I think it's, I think that's what we've been talking about this whole time. It's about taking care of yourself every day, not just around your period. Because if you're taking care of yourself hundred percent of the time, if you want to have that ice cream on your period, you're not going to feel guilty about it because you know, you take good care of yourself. You know, you love yourself. You know, you're showing up for yourself and you know, you want that ice cream. So you're going to eat it. <laughs> and ice cream goes to the heart. It's just it does. Like different. <laughs> well, and I think that's that's something to talk about is like food is their soul food. There really is a connection to your soul and the food you're eating, whether that's, you know, the ice cream takes you back to like a feel good moment as a kid where you your mom never let you have ice cream. But once a week on a Friday, you could have ice cream or maybe it's a home cooked meal with your significant other or your friends. And it takes you back to like that memory and that time. And so there is such a huge connection with like food that fuels your soul, not just food that's nutrient dense. Love that. That's beautiful. I love what you shared. Thank you so much. And I'm curious because you mentioned a few times already that like you need to get in touch with your body, but maybe there are some women that actually struggle with it because they are so in their masculine energy. They are so in their thinking mind and they might not know how to start even connecting to their body. So do you have any practices that have helped you maybe to connect to it deeper? And to me, like it would be movement, as you said before, like if you, for example, do yoga, you can feel your body more. If you do breath work, you can feel your body more um, and meditation as well, getting aware of all your senses. I feel like these practices can really bring you into your body but maybe you have something specific for these people who or these women especially who don't have this uh, strong connection with their body yet yeah absolutely I love to start people off with kind of getting to know themselves so basically what I do with a lot of my clients is we'll spend an entire week where I have them write down any negative thought, any negative self-talk that comes up, I want them to just write it down and I want them to acknowledge it, acknowledge it, accept it, and then rephrase it into a positive statement. So if you're saying, you know, I, I feel so ugly today, the world hates me, like write it down, read it out loud, accept it, and then change it into a positive statement. Even if you don't believe it, I just want you to start to reframe your mindset one day at a time one step at a time. And it's crazy. Every time the client comes to me at the end of the week, they're like, I didn't realize how negative I was on myself. I didn't realize how bad I talked to myself because we do it so naturally. We are, so, we're, we're creatures of habit. We do what we're used to doing. And you say things and you probably don't even realize you're saying them, or you don't even remember you said it because you say it all the time. And so when you start to write these things down, you start to recognize how mean you're being to yourself and how negative you're being to yourself. And negativity will never attract positivity. We have to attract positive with positive. 
So when we write the negative down, we turn it into a positive, we're creating new synapses in our brain that allow us to start thinking more positively. And that creation is going to be the first step to you generating this mind-body connection, I believe. Wow. I love that. <laughs> it's like a very practical example. I never thought to actually write it out and frame it in a pause, like a positive way, because you might not think it in that moment, but yeah, you will. Um, and then you look back on it and there's so much power on like looking back at a whole week of what you ate, how much you didn't sleep, how bad you talked to yourself. Like there's so much power in looking back onto your life mm-hmm. and it, it gives you a perspective that you only have if you physically write it down. We're not going to remember everything. We, we always say, I'll remember, I'll remember that. And then what do you do in 30 minutes? You've already forgotten because we live in a world where everything's so fast. You're constantly being fed more and more information. You're stimulized all over the place. And so you forget and it's not your fault. You're not lying to yourself. You just forget. So when we write it down, I really, I work with my clients for 12 weeks to just start writing things down and recognizing because when you can recognize, you can change. Yes, awareness is the first step to change every single time. I resonate with it a lot. And that's exactly what I've been doing at the beginning of my spiritual and self-development journey where I was uh, meditating on a chakra, like chakra meditation, but the one that is based on like feeling positive emotions that are actually bringing these neuro pathways for positivity like we're reshaping our brain to focus more positively and um, I wrote it down and I even recorded and uh, sell it as well because I feel like if you repeat it over and over again you repeat these good feelings they're kind of like you're building a positive muscle and then you just naturally think more positive thoughts and I've been so stressed before but when I started like practicing feeling good practicing having these good thoughts then they became more and more natural and habitual to me because it's like you're building a habit by repeating so then you really can sink and anchor it within and then it becomes your automatic program in your subconscious mind which is pretty cool and really really great but first step is awareness and I love the reframing as well because this is like alchemy this is like you know we bring something disharmonious in your energy field in your um, mind but then you can actually like switch it and like alchemize it into something good and even if you still don't fully believe it if you put the energy into something positive like at some point, it's going to be more and more natural to you. So I absolutely yeah. love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And I'm curious to know whether you have any final thoughts or anything that you would like to leave the audience with, something that just flows through you right now that you feel like the women that are listening to us or men as well, maybe they are also curious about it, um, need to hear. And the, the, thing, the thing that you feel like everybody should know, but maybe it's not talked about uh, so openly yet in in our world, in our today's society, let's say. I think if I could leave them with anything, it's slow down to speed up. I think we live in a world where everything is so fast and we just go, go, go. And we never reach that end point, that goal that we've set for ourselves because we're going too fast. We're continuously getting faster and faster and we're never reaching an end point. So in order for you to reach those goals you have for yourself, whether they're mental, physical, emotional, spiritual, health related, career related, love related, you have to slow down before you speed up. 
Everything starts when we slow down. Everything starts when you get more in tune with your body, when you get more in tune with your mind and your soul. You can't make real change until you slow down. Yeah. Mm, And I love that. It might feel like you're slowing down, but you're probably making more progress than you think because when you take the time to slow down, you're going to make a more clear and conscious decision. And I know we're filming this at the end of the year and there's something like I love to do with all my clients at the end of the year because I believe we don't give ourselves enough credit. I believe we we don't think about everything we've actually accomplished and we just kind of brush over it like, oh, it wasn't that big of a deal. We're not actually doing that good in our, in our career, in our health, in our life, whatever. So at the end of the year, I like to sit down and I like to take 30 minutes and I like to write down every single accomplishment that I've had throughout the entire year from the teeny, teeniest, tiniest of ones to the biggest of ones. And you're going to look at that piece of paper and you're going to say, whoa, I had no idea I accomplished so much this year because you're going so fast. So this paper, this this activity, it allows you to slow down. It allows you to like reconnect with those achievements that you've probably already forgotten about because we do live in such a fast-paced world where we accomplish something and we're on to the next, we're on to the next and we just forget about it. So I challenge you to slow down. Take 30 minutes and write down every single thing that you're proud of, that you've accomplished this year and then take 30 minutes to reflect on it. Just look at it and understand that you are doing so good. And I'm just challenging you to slow down before you speed up. Mm, that's beautiful. I absolutely love that. And I resonate with it so much because anytime I take a rest and I'm more in my feminine energy and I can just allow everything to flow through me, then I'm more effective and efficient in anything that I'm doing afterwards. So that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing this as a final message. And I just have one last little question to you. If someone would like to find your app or find more of your content and, you know, go on a deeper journey with you guys, what is the best way to find you and to contact you and to see um, more of you. You can find everything about our partnership and our course, the course that I'm launching in partnership with her app. You're going to get lifetime access to it. You can find all that information on my website, caitlinspears.com. I'm available on all social media platforms at Caitlin Shea Spears. And I also have a freebie. If anybody just wants a little bit of like free mindset, motivation, and money blocks, three things that really hold you back from starting your health journey. I have a freebie on my website available for anyone to download. So if you're looking for like that first step, that's absolutely something I would recommend. And then Sam, I'll let them tell you where to find the app. Yes. So you could find us in the app store. It's actually healthy, two words. And our Instagram is actually healthy.app. And we even have a three-day free trial. So if you're wondering if it's something that you, you know, want to be a part of a be a part of or if you want lifetime access then I would say try it out for three days and it's like we said with Caitlin's course then we are giving those clients lifetime access you're getting lifetime access to both the course and her app forever no matter what changes we make you get access to yes this is amazing ladies I'm loving your project and everything that you're about and everything that you're doing so thank you so much for sharing your wisdom and for sharing all your beautiful knowledge to actually make this app happen and to make this world a better place one step at a time with making everyone more and more healthy and more aligned with themselves so massive gratitude to you for showing up on this podcast but also for showing up for our world and uh, all the women out there so thank you so so much really Thank Thank you you so much.
Thank you so much, my beautiful people, for listening to us, being with us. It's been an amazing conversation. I surely got a lot out of it, and I hope that you did as well. And if you are looking for our podcast on Instagram, it's at We Are Soul Fam, and uh, this podcast can be found on all podcast platforms. If you found the value in it, please share it with your friends and family and everyone who might need what we shared in here. And if you'd like to find me, you can find me on Instagram as well at Carolina with K dot kurai k-u-r-a-j and so uh, thank you so much for being with us following with us and uh, have a wonderful rest of your day <laughs>